Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. William Edgar Smith attended the Richmond Academy in Augusta, Georgia. It was 1927, and he was preparing to graduate high school. He received an application for Georgia Tech in the mail, filled it out, and sent it back. Not long after, he started his first semester. The student sitting next to him was George. The two quickly became inseparable. They were the best of friends. Every semester, they enrolled in the same classes, hung out in the same crowds, and enjoyed the same extracurricular activities. Even when Ed got snubbed by a fraternity he had hoped to join, his good pal had his back. George pranked the fraternity by ordering a truckload of furniture to be delivered to their place of residence, cash on demand. Three years later, Ed and George graduated with their bachelor's of science degrees. Ed and George naturally parted ways after graduating, but George continued on with even greater endeavors. He enrolled back into Georgia Tech and earned his master's in mechanical engineering. And when World War II broke out, he joined the military and flew with a B-17 bomber crew on 12 missions over Europe with the 8th Air Force in England. He continued to serve in both the Korean and Vietnam Wars. In 1958, his engagement to Ramona Cartwright was announced in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. They were married and had one son, George Jr., who later went to Georgia Tech as well. In 1969, George joined the board of directors of the notorious Mad Magazine and served until 1981. He simultaneously worked at his alma mater as the director of the Center of Sustaining Alumni Lifelong Learning and was named Dean of Humanities and Fine Arts Emeritus. He was a writer for many publications, including The Georgian, The Atlanta Journal, and The Louisiana Engineer. Even in his later years, George remained an active member of the Georgian Society. In 1995, at the age of 92, he received credit for singing baritone on the album Jesus Christ Superstar, A Resurrection, locally produced by an alternative rock group. Five years later, he was named as an alternate delegate to the Democratic National Convention from Georgia. And all of his accomplishments didn't go unnoticed. In 2001, when George was 98 years old, he was a leading candidate for Person of the Year by Time Magazine, but lost out to then-New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani. George had lived a long, happy, and exciting life, and he continues to do so. In 2003, he participated in NASA's Deep Impact mission, which looked inside a comet and served as a production assistant on a very popular TV show. Two years later, he was inducted into the Atlanta Realtors' Million Dollar Club, and in 2015, he was formally commended by the Georgia State Senate for his unparalleled contributions to his alma mater, the city of Atlanta, the state, and for that matter, all of mankind. If you haven't figured it out yet, George P. Burdell isn't a real person. Way back when Ed Smith received his college application from Georgia Tech, the school accidentally sent him two forms. Ed thought it would be funny to enroll a fictitious person and see how long the joke would last. He signed George up for all of the same classes he was taking. 
Some of his classmates got in on the joke and helped Ed complete George's homework. What's really amazing is the fact that the Georgia Tech faculty didn't figure out the ruse until decades later. People who knew about the joke during its early years continued it through World War II, and later, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and actually, every war since. It was a group of seniors at Agnes Scott College, an all-women's liberal arts school, who came up with the idea of creating the fictitious student Ramona Cartwright and have the two get married. In 1969, Georgia Tech shifted to a computerized registration system for classes, believing it would prevent students from signing George up for any more classes. They were very, very wrong. The system was hacked, and George was enrolled into every class offered that quarter, totaling over 3,000 credit hours. The school tried to fix the system two more times in 1975 and 1980, but the kids still beat them at their game. He's now the only quote-unquote student to have taken every course offered. George P. Burdell is now one of the, if not, the most fictitious living legend in Georgia. He is a member of almost every Atlanta church. He has his own Facebook page and LinkedIn profile. During the 1996 Olympics, hosted in Atlanta, George was paged over the PA system more times than any other foreign dignitary, so often that former host of The Today Show, Katie Couric, asked on air who this man was. His name is listed as one of the students from the Guggenheim School of Aerospace Engineering from Georgia Tech, who helped design and build the Prox-1 satellite used in the Space Test Program 2 launch on a SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket. And his legend continues to live on, because at the beginning of every semester, incoming freshmen are introduced to him as one of the greatest alumni to graduate from their school. Wherever those students go after graduation, many take George with them, thanks to a man named Smith. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.